You're tuned in to the Point Pleasant Podcast, the PPP. Check it out. It's even better than a government loan. This podcast connects residents, businesses, charities, and local events in the Point Pleasant and surrounding areas. Get live, get connected, as the PPP introduces you to all things Point. Yep, that's right. Hosted by Bay Ave business owner Michael Langsner from Haven Sweet Shop. Let's get started. The Point Pleasant Podcast. Red ticker, we're live. It's official. I always start with something. We're live. I, I, I need a new opening statement, whatever that might be. Uh, so, welcome, Giuseppe. I'm very excited to have you here. We're, uh, we'll build a little bit of an audience, but uh, I want to get right into the conversation because I think we've got a lot to talk about. So, uh, welcome. Thank you, Mike. I, I've been looking forward. I know we were, we've been uh, talking since uh, it launched last year. So, very, very excited uh, to uh, cover topics, questions, anything I could be of help with. Awesome. So you're like a franchise guru. We're going to get into that in a moment. Uh, but you're also a Point Pleasant local. And uh, that's what ties you into this Point Pleasant podcast. How long have you lived in town? Uh, going on almost eight years now. So I think we had sim- similar stories where we were visiting the area. You know, I, w- I was from uh, originally from Somerset uh, near New Brunswick, uh, Rutgers University. And I was always visiting, going down the shore. My wife and I said one day, why don't we try to see if we can move in that area, that would be, that would be awesome. So, uh-huh. uh, so but almost, almost eight years ago and loving it. We, we love the town. Everything is in walking distance and the, the beach is great. And you went right in full time. I know a lot of people move in like just for the weekends and the summers, and then they end up selling their, you know, North Jersey home and New York home. So you went North Jersey straight to the shore. Yes. Yep. Straight, straight to, straight to the shore and uh, love to have two homes, but we said, you know what, it'd be nice just to have one home and live there all year round. So it's, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's great. It's relaxing. And uh, I mean, the beach is a mile away, which is which is awesome. That's great. And now you said wife. I believe you have two children as well. What are their ages? Two children. Yeah. Ten and uh, 13. So, um, yeah. So it's it's been great. They they love the schools and the parks and everything that the town has to offer. So I'm a big fan of the downtown myself and where your shop is. So uh, that, that was the big draw for the uh, for us in, in moving to Point Pleasant. That's cool. And they're, they're at the age now where you could trust them to ride their bikes around and, you know, play around in town and come back freely. I, I assume 10 years old. Is that where the breaking point is? I, I don't I, yeah. I, you know, we, we, we have the, the watches and the trackers and all that other stuff because uh, you, you never know if they'll wa- wander off, but I, I think 10 years is, is a good starting point. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think but, still nervous. <laughs> my, my daughter's six. So she's, you know, we, she's attached to us 24 seven. You know, right. I, don't, I don't know when you let the, the reins out a little bit. Yeah, it's it's tough. It depends if it's the first. You know, we have, my son's the oldest, obviously. So, uh, you know, my daughter they go together, so I feel a little bit safer since the her older brother's with her. So, right, right, right. So, um, let let's talk franchise for a second. So, you're an author. You've got a podcast of your own. But how did you get into the field of franchising? And and did you own your own first? I'm I'm very intrigued. Yeah. So you know, it's interesting story. I'm a first generation. My my family's from uh, from Italy. And uh, when they came here, they opened up uh, an Italian restaurant and uh, loved the business. It was great. I'm, I'm a foodie myself, but the hours are rough, right? You're always working nights and weekends. You're you're working holidays and things like that. So um, I knew I wanted to own a business, but I didn't know what type of business. So while I was figuring it out, went to, to school, got my undergrad, got my uh, my MBA from uh, Ryder University here in Lawrenceville. 
And um, I said, you know what? I, I want to explore business ownership again. I've worked a couple corporate jobs. Um, I felt like I was a number. I felt like I just, I wasn't happy. I was interviewing, trying different positions, m- making good money. But my commute, uh, what was my commute? It was five hours a day, uh, door to door. So yeah. that's leaving the house to the bus, the subway, and then actually into the office was, was five hours a day. Where are you going and into the city? Into, yeah, New York City. Yeah. And uh, worked for one of the investment firms. And uh, I said, this is uh, 2006 going into 2007. I said, you know what? We want to start a family. Um, and uh, there's no way I'm going to see my children if I'm, if I'm working these hours. So I said, I, I have to make a change. So I actually hooked up with a business coach. And, um, you know, we, we put laying things out as to, what I can do, my likes, dislikes, strengths. And we figured out um, basically cutting, you know, breaking a business in half and saying, okay, do I want to go the startup route or do I want to go the franchise route where the system is in place? And based off of what I said, the, um, you know, that business in a box was, was the, uh, the right fit for me. I didn't want to be the innovator and in figuring it all out. I wanted just to run with the system and uh, no, no right or wrong. One is not better than the other. Um, but, uh, yeah, decided that franchising, I like that system and I can day one run with the system and be cash flow positive in a, in a much quicker, uh, time frame. So can I ask what business did you get into at that step? Yeah. So, uh, so as far as franchising, we were in building services. So we were in, uh, we did building service, commercial cleaning, power washing, uh, repairing of floors, painting, you name it, anything, and anything uh, involved in a commercial property. So, a um, lot of hours. It was it was my first uh, first franchise, and uh, but it was nice to to you know basically be able to upsell your your customers and offer them kind of an all inclusive service so that so that they didn't have to go to multiple companies or vendors to uh, to get the work done. So uh, that was my introduction. And prior to that, I actually worked with uh, someone like myself, a, a franchise advisor and coach. And uh, from there, I said, you know what, this is something I'm really interested in. And this is something I I really want to do. And the advice given to me was, you know, start your franchise and maybe come back to this. So, um, you know, year after year, I I just had the itch to do this. And uh, years ago, I said, you know what, I'm going to take the leap of faith, uh, sold my businesses, and I'm doing this 100% to dedicate 100% of my time um, to advising, consulting, and and helping people uh, invest and find franchises. That, that's wild. And you, you say you sold your businesses. There were more than one franchise that you got involved in? It was the uh, same franchise, but we just ended up uh, adding additional territories and things like that. Um, okay. So, yeah, so it was it was multiple companies, but all under the, the same umbrella. I love that. And, and uh, first off, when people hear the word franchise, especially me, you know, you, you think the, the big names and McDonald's and Burger King and you think food. You know? So um, the fact that there's franchises out there to get into that aren't food related because foods that you just said is a scary business because the hours are crazy and uh you know yeah um commercial services is actually a very intriguing market oddly enough a long time ago i loosely explored two different avenues one was um steam cleaning of carpets Mm -hmm. i knew somebody did it he's like you got to get into this it's it's easy you're on your boss you make your own hours Um, and the other was car wash, which I, I, I guess maybe there's not necessarily a franchise of car wash, or maybe there is that I don't know about. Um, but I, can you talk about the different 
genres of franchises or franchisees, if I'm saying that correctly? Yeah. So, so it, it's yeah, franchises and the franchisees. It's yeah, the terms get kind of confusing. The franchisor is the corporation. The franchisees are the people investing in the franchise. Um, so franchising, I don't call an industry. So just to clarify, so people will say the franchise industry, it's really not an industry. There's statistics on, you know, how successful maybe a franchise will be versus a non-franchise. But ultimately there's a franchise is a, is a proven business model. It's a structure. A company went out there, started a business and then, uh, decided to franchise it. And that's just one way of growing your business, right? They have a proven business model and they're able to uh, replicate that across the entire country, have a training program that these franchisees can implement in their businesses. Um, I think there's over 4,000 uh, franchise companies in the United States alone. And I'll repeat that 4,000. So the overwhelm just starts to sink in and just saying, okay, wow, how the heck do I even start to figure out what franchise to get into? And as far as industry, every industry, Every, every investment level, um, you got franchises, you can get under six figures, well under six figures, and, and then franchises into the millions. Um, there is literally a franchise in every business. And uh, the key takeaway, if you, if you just remember anything from this show, is, is basically one is not better than the other, franchise or non-franchise. You just have to kind of do a little soul searching and figure out, do I want a system in place like a McDonald's that has the system, it's turnkey and you just walk right in, or... Are you looking for something that, um, you know, that you can start from scratch and create the product or service and brand it on your own and, and things like that? So um, and, and to answer your other question, as far as franchises go, uh, there is literally franchises in it from uh, dumpsters and porta potties to employment services to, um, as I mentioned, uh, residential, uh, commercial cleaning, building services, you name it, um, eyelash extensions. So there's literally a franchise in every single industry and, and business. I, you know, as you're saying this, I have a friend, two friends, one that is in uh, cell phone repair mm -hmm. and one that is in sunglasses and both are franchisees. Uh, yep. Franchisee. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I, I, I guess I never really thought about it in those regards. It's wild. Uh, this is a very broad question and, and I'm, I'm sure the answer is going to be very broad as well, but um, what type of percentages typically go back to the main corporate, the main corporation, the main brand. You know, if I were to open up a cleaning service or a sunglass company or a, or a McDonald's, how much do I have to kick back to the parent company? Yeah, it, the the ranges are all over. So the, I guess the most popular model is after you pay the franchise fee and then whatever, uh, you know, they they basically give you an investment range, an item seven, which will give you the franchise fee if there's a build out for a location and things like that. So once that's all taken care of, you basically figure out um, it's typically a range. It could be anywhere from on the low end, maybe three, four percent and upwards of 10 percent uh, royalty, as they call it. And that's typically on gross, uh, gross sales, gross revenue. and you know, when people are doing research, they'll say, well, one is charging 10, one is charging four. I'm going to go with the company that charges four. And I, and I just say, hold, hold on a second. That is definitely the wrong way to evaluate a franchise. You want to see what you're getting. And when you dig a little bit deeper, you find that, okay, for the 10%, what am I getting? Am I getting so much more? And you dig a little deeper and you find out they're getting a, a call center included. Uh, the marketing is all included. So they're calling it a royalty, but it's all included for you. Whereas Others are more itemized and they'll say it's only a 
3% royalty, then 2% for the call center, then 3% for the advertising. So um, a lot of a lot of the uh, companies nowadays, uh, larger companies will handle the call centers and the marketing for you. So it's truly a, a turnkey business. Hmm, that's interesting. Now, do you also advise business owners that are thinking about turning their business into a franchise? Like, let's say as an example, you know, I, I decided Haven Fran Haven Sweet Shop is going so well, I want to open them up in other cities. I'd like to turn this into a franchise yeah. opportunity. Yeah. So uh, I get that question. It used to be, uh, I'd say at least once a week. Now it's probably every other week, um, yeah. just friends and family, people listening to the podcast. So I um I basically handle the first level of that to find out the, the big question, right? Why? Why do you want to do it? And um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of money uh, to to uh, you know convert your business into a franchise. But more importantly than than the money is what what are your goals? What's your time frame? Do you do you want to leave a legacy to your family? Because you have options. You have you know uh, strictly just a license. Uh, for example. Um, you know, Haven's uh, Sweet Shop, you know, licensing out your chocolate bombs to, you know, as opposed to someone buying a franchise, maybe they're licensing or using certain parts of your product or system. Um, there's licensing, there's franchising, uh, there's just so many different avenues. Uh, it could just be instead of franchising, let me just open up five others in the state and own those 100%. So the, bi the big question I like to ask is, is why, what are your goals? What's your time frame? Um, we talk about realistic, uh, investment. And then after doing all that and gathering some info, I, um, will introduce you to a good friend of mine, Mark, uh, uh Mark Siebert from my franchise group. They're out of uh, Chicago and he'll do a deeper dive. He's actually worked with, I mean, numerous franchise companies that you've heard of, and, uh, he'll kind of go through the same questions and, and figure out if it is a good fit. And he's able to help you from essentially from A to Z in, figuring out the if it's if franchising is right and then what the franchise looks like and he'll do the whole build out and things like that. So um, a lot of things to consider. Um, one is not better than the other. It's basically based off your going back to your goals. Why, you know, why you want to do this. Um, wow. It was wild. I, if Fallon is uh, checking in here and says, I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, hey I, Fallon. <laughs> I think we share a lot of uh, mutual friends here. Um, I also, uh, you know, I, I could talk business, Forever, I, and I, I want to encourage anybody that's tuning in to you know leave some questions, leave some comments. There's another one here I, I want to bring forward, uh, David, who's got a tough last name to pronounce. So I'm just going to call you David. Uh, I know David very well. Yeah, hey Dave, okay. can you pronounce his last name? Najinonowitz, Nagin and I screwed that up, so <laughs> we call him David Naj. <laughs> so David wants to know what's the biggest mistake you see someone make when they join a franchise. Something someone says, I wish I knew that when I joined my franchise. Biggest mistake is I, I see everyone is they, they look for the flashy thing that um, they see a line out the door. So they see and this is not a knock on any specific brand, but they see when Subway was hot and they see a line out the door and they say, well, that's that's the the right fit for me. I want to own a Subway franchise and I want to make tons of money. And I, I peel back the onion and say, well, you see, you see the line out the door. What does that mean to you? And you know, does that mean profits, revenue? Because they're two completely different things. But more importantly, you know, is this the right fit for you? So we peel back the onion and say, what type of business do you want? And when I ask them the, the key question, what type of employees do you want? Do you want to manage uh, their, their franchises? You can run with one general manager, one employee. 
uh, or just a couple employees uh, versus something like a subway where you have dozens of, of, of employees. And there's unfortunately in the food industry, a lot of turnover. Once I start kind of giving stats on the food industry and things like that, they're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I don't want to be in that industry. So just because a friend of mine may have been, may have been really successful in, in a subway franchise doesn't mean that I'm going to be successful. So the biggest takeaway, you know, I always say the biggest, I give a lot of big, big takeaways. The, the secret in what we do is figuring out what's the right fit for you. I don't care about the, the, the industry or the franchise. I care about what's, what are you looking for? So is franchising the right fit? And then we, we like to figure out, okay, if it is the right fit, what are you looking for? You know, what kind of lifestyle do you want? Um, you know, someone came to me and said, I want to work seven months a year. And they were joking and they said, I want to have, you know, three, four months off to travel to my home in Costa Rica. And they were laughing and joking. And they said, I know that's, I, I'm just joking around. And I said, well, there are franchises that function uh, specifically, you know, in where we live seven months a year. And they were, they were just shocked. And now we're looking at that type of business. So don't look at the, don't look at the product or service reverse engineer, kind of uh, work backwards and figure out what the business looks like. And then back in two or three companies that that best match what you're looking for. So Giuseppe, just just what you said actually kind of hits home with me. Um, I, I talk about my store and how I you know created Havens, but I think something I never mentioned on this podcast was many years ago, I worked in the nightclub business and one of the general managers had this dream of owning a chain or, or you know several franchises locations of Rita's Water Ice. And he said, look, it's open, you know, seven or eight months out of the year. Um, you know, there's not a lot of employees, you know, you have, you know, seven or eight, you know, scoopers there, high school kids scooping. Right. Ice cream. Um, and, you know, he painted this picture and I, I was still very young at the time. I was maybe 25 years old when he was painting this picture to me. And I said, wow, like read his water eyes. What a cool concept. Like I, I, I dig that, you know, and fast forward, you know, I started a DJ business. I got involved in other things. And then this pandemic hit and I was online at Rita's Water Ice with my six-year-old daughter when the world is shut down, but Rita's is considered an essential business. It's a food business. It's open. And that's what prompted me to get into Havens. And, and had I known you at the time, I probably would have called you and said, should I get into the ice cream business or Rita's or Ralph's Water Ice or something like that? Um, and had I known you, I probably would have called you and said, you know, what do I do? In my case, it was speed. I needed to open up a place quickly. I didn't want to wait. You know, I was in the middle of the pandemic. And I also knew if I didn't jump in now, it was June. Like I needed to catch some of the summer. Right. Uh, maybe that's a question for you is how long does it take to, for somebody to get into a franchise? You know, if, if you wake up on January 1st, it's New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, you know, I'm going to open up a business. You know, from that point to opening, what is reasonable? Yeah. I mean, it, it takes time, you know, someone that we work with, we work together um, before, during and after the investigation. Um, you know, we, we uh, do introductions to franchise companies. So it depends if it's brick and mortar. I mean, you're looking at six months plus uh, because now you're looking at site, site selection, permits and build outs. Uh, a lot of the franchise, um, a lot of our candidates uh, will look at service-based businesses and they could be up and running in 30 to 60 days. Um, you know, we have, we have franchise companies we work with that once they make the decision and sign and sign the agreement saying, I want to move forward, they go to training, their marketing department and their call center is at work bringing you in clients. Uh, so that day one, you walk out of training, your calendar is full of, of, uh, appointments or potential members, depending on whatever the, 
the franchises. Uh, so they go to work for you day one. So uh, it could be 30 to 60 on a service base. And that's typically you work from home. Maybe you have a small office on the side um, or you can, you know, expand and get, uh, get into a home office, but on retail six months plus, uh, you know, so hopefully things will, will be better by then. M you know, a lot more people will have the vaccine. Uh, but I will say talking to, we just had our conference two weeks ago with, uh, about a hundred franchise companies. Um, if you're looking for a new lease, uh, landlords are, are giving away leases right now and considering, uh, on the retail side, if you're opening up six, six, six to 12 months, you know, possibly being open, uh, there are some really attractive leases throughout the country. I, I work with people all over the country as well as Canada. So uh, a lot of good stuff happening, but uh, the turnaround varies, but 30 to 60 days is, is good for uh, a good estimate for a service-based business. So that, that's interesting. First of all, I have to, I'm so impressed with you and, you know, I, I don't know you all that well, but I, I could tell very quickly when you reached out to me early on, you know, about being involved in the podcast and, you know, you sent me your bio, everything. So uh, you, you could tell you're a detail guy, you, you, think the process through and um, you used the word coach earlier that you hired a business coach for yourself. As I'm listening to you, I feel like you're a coach, you know, you're a franchise coach. Um, and, you know, I keep putting myself in the shoes of, you know, when I was opening up Havens, should I, had I known you or had I even known that a, a service like yours exists, right? it would have been interesting to call you and say, Hey, you know, my DJ business is, is, dead in the water right now due to the pandemic. Um, what do you think I should do? And, you know, we could have had a very interesting conversation. And um, I believe very firmly I made a great decision opening up my shop. And I certainly love Point Pleasant. I want to actually bring this conversation back to Point Pleasant. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you have a very cool um, business that you're involved in. And I, I'm, I'm really intrigued. I think we'll get to talk a lot more offline as well. Um, but let, let's talk Point Pleasant for just a moment. For a Point Pleasant resident, if, if somebody called you, and let's go back to this New Year's concept, you know, it's New Year's Day, I live in town, you know, Giuseppe, what do you think I should do? You know, walk me through that process, you know. So I'll, I'll start I'll, I'll start this way. I'll kind of work in reverse how I usually explain it. But I, I wrote a book. Uh, it's my podcast as, as well as my book called Franchise Freedom. So anyone listening in, I uh, would like a copy. You can um, either mail you a copy, send me a message, or you go right to the uh, website, GG, my initials, because my name is so long to spell and difficult to spell. So it's ggthefranchiseguide.com. And then specifically for your you, uh, viewers, forward slash PPP, um, you know, go there, download the book. This is the entire process. This is kind of, I call it the Bible, figuring out uh, what type of business you should own. It's not about just franchising. It's about franchise versus non-franchise. A franchise that goes through everything. So uh, this is my offer to, to everyone if they're not ready to pick up the phone and speak with me. Um, but yeah, the process is simple. Any questions you have on business ownership, you have a goal, you thought about it, you want to maybe convert your business into a franchise, pick up the phone um, or uh, just go to the site. Once again, ggthefranchiseguide.com. And book a call with me. I book a 20-minute call with, with everyone. That's kind of the, the intro. We talk about the pros and cons. The, you know, did you know you can keep a job and have a business uh, part-time? You know, I have I have a, a quite a few people that we've uh, worked together with that kept their corporate jobs and, and had a side franchise. Uh, we can answer any questions you guys have on, on business ownership. To your point, you know, in your case, yeah, maybe franchising may have not have been a good fit, but I may have been able to put you in touch with someone, uh, whether it be a business broker 
or an accountant or someone that can help with on the, on the finance part of it. So um, if it's not a franchise, I am more than glad to, to assist with my network. Uh, we're about 40, 42 shows in on the Franchise Freedom podcast. Uh, so there's always a connection that that I can uh, make. So maybe it's a marketing person or, or someone that can set up your uh, attorneys that can set up your legal entities. But the process really quick, and it's in the book on the site. It's it's uh, essentially, it, it's, I'm sorry, it's actually a, a guide, G-U-I-D-E. Um, I know it sounds sounds familiar. So it's, it's, so it's GG, the franchise guide. Um, so basically the process is the after the intro call, if we feel like we're a, a good fit to work together and I feel like franchising may be a good fit, we do a second call, have you fill out a, a brief questionnaire and we do the deep dive. The deep dive is the black, blank canvas. What kind of, you know, what's your ideal business look like? Um, after that call, we, we create a two page model. You know, this is what your ideal business is. This is what your ideal business looks like. And then we dive deep two or three franchise companies that best match that model. Um, I'm here to help anyone in, in the Point Pleasant area. We do it typically via uh, Zoom or anywhere in the country. Just because you're in Point Pleasant doesn't mean you have to own and run your franchise in Point Pleasant. You can run your your franchise just about anywhere, depending on how you're set up. That's Man, first off, thank you for the offer, the free book. I, I'm going to take up on that because I'm definitely intrigued. Awesome. I apologize. I have somebody that keeps calling me. Over you're a popular guy. <laughs> Same number, and they're not getting the hint. Um, and you know, my phone is muted, but of course, it's linking to my computer. And right, uh, yeah, some people just don't get the hint. Apparently, maybe they're watching this podcast and they want to tune in here. Um, so yeah, thank you. I, I'm definitely going to check out that book. I'm, I'm I'm super intrigued. And Rob Rivera, who's a, a good friend of mine and an incredible chef. Uh, it sounds like he wants one as well. So, uh, you could definitely, uh, definitely get those out. Uh, I will say quick, quick story. Uh, we, we met each other back in December. I just, I, before I forget, um, the chocolate bombs were, were the, were the craze, right? I mean, everyone's buying these things and my kids absolutely love them. We, we picked them up at your shop. I think it was right before Christmas. And it was funny because my, my kids don't have social media. They're young. I'm trying to keep them away from that stuff. So they hear the word chocolate bomb they're expecting literally this explosion to come out of the mug. It was, it was, the, they're waiting for this thing, but after explaining to them, that's not the way this works. I mean, we could definitely have an accident there. They absolutely loved it. So a uh, big shout out to the uh, Haven shop. And I always like to mention someone on the shows and uh, your neighbor, just a couple doors down from your couple buildings down a uh, good friend of mine, Tom Lynch uh, got this for, for Christmas. This is Jenks. Uh, actually signed it July, 2020. So if you're wow. looking some off, I mean, look, look at the, uh, Barnwood and he's a photographer, a local guy. Um, definitely check, check him out right on Bay Ave. Uh, I don't know the exact address, but angry fish gallery, highly recommend, uh, speak with Tom, mention my name. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely take care of you. Great guy. That's awesome. Um, man, I, I feel like I could talk with you for hours and this, this, this phone here. Is crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking again on Friday, so we're I'm, de I'm deciding if we're going live because with my internet connection, maybe we shouldn't. But uh, right. we're, we're definitely going to talk again because I, I want to learn more about your story and love talking about career transition and how you went from employee to business, from business to business. I I, I love that kind of stuff. So we talk a, a lot about that on the show. That's great. So um, I have your website up here now, GG the Franchise Guide, G U I D E. Dot com uh, and and Rob, I made the same mistake when I was typing it in as well. So, uh, you know, thank you for clarifying here. Um, David just checking in with one more question. Let's just you know, uh, you know, 
what's the cost for the initial evaluation? Oh, that's the best part. I'm, I'm Dave. I'm glad you brought that up for, for you. It's uh, it's more money since I know you, but for everyone else, um, now I, I jokingly say our, our service, that's, that's the best part of, of working with someone like myself. Uh, we are similar to an executive recruiter, so no fee, no contract. We are paid, you know, full disclosure directly from any franchise you decide to invest in. Simple as that. Doesn't cost you anything. So the question I get is, well, what if, if I go direct to a, a franchise? Doesn't make a difference. Uh, they're regulated by the uh, Federal Trade Commission. Uh, every franchise owner pays the exact same franchise fee. So uh, if you use uh, an advisor, coach like myself, doesn't cost you anything. I'm, I'm able to provide you, you know, detailed information and coaching for my 15 years of, of owning businesses. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a free service. I, I think of it as a, as a win-win, but I'm tough with the people I work with. I call it tough love. I, I, I why you to death and, and find out, you know, why, why do you want to do this? You know, owning a business is rough, you know, for the employees looking to make that leap. Uh, I talk, I'd, I'd say probably half the people I talk to, uh, or maybe a little bit more than half the people I talk to, 60% decide to move forward in the process. The other 40 uh, decide to either stay put um, or maybe look at non-franchise businesses. There's, there's no right or wrong. You know, timing sometimes isn't the, uh, the you know, just not the right time. So uh, I'm here to help. And if I can't help you directly, I can provide you some insight. And I definitely know of someone else that may be able to assist, uh, you know, with your questions. I, I, I want to thank David for that question because that, that I was almost mentioned, yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I, you know, I, your service that you provide sounds like it should be pretty expensive. You know, you're, you've got years of experience and you're, you're, you're coaching somebody. So to hear that it's a, you know, free service is amazing. So uh, kudos to you. No, I, I appreciate it. And, and you have a direct link. You know, we, we say we kind of have our, our hand on the pulse of, of what's going on in the franchise world. We have our conferences. I speak with CEOs and anyone that I work with, uh, you know, we make an introduction to two or three companies. You're speaking directly with the uh, VP of franchise development, the CEO, the presidents on occasion. Uh, unlike just submitting an application online, it's difficult. You know, companies, local companies in the area, not to name names, but they're getting thousands after talking thousands of franchise inquiries, sometimes a week, sometimes a month. Uh, they're not getting back to them. There's just too many that they would need a, an army of people. So, um, that's why we work uh, directly with franchise companies to find their ideal candidate, the ideal target. They have to have the money to invest in the franchise and the liquidity. They need to have the territory available. There's so many factors. But if uh, you know one one thing, for example, as I mentioned before, if you want to run this business semi absentee and keeping the job, most franchises won't allow that. They'll just say this doesn't work for our system. It's not about right or wrong. We just don't think it works. So they, you know, as part of that process, they'll just say, you know what, it may not be a good fit. You may want to look at X, Y, and Z. So um, it's it's a fun experience. You'll definitely learn something. I encourage everyone to pick up a copy, or I'll send you a copy of the book. And you know, just even if you get a little little insight as to what franchising and business ownership is all about, I'm I'm here to help as well. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate having you here. Episode 11 of our podcast. Thanks. You're in your 40s, so I give you credit on that. It's it's hard to uh, follow through with these, you know, week after week. Um, and I'm trying to mix it up. Uh, you know, I've had uh, nonprofits, I've had uh, restaurant owners, um, local stores, uh, but it's nice to have a resident with a different type of background, uh, bringing some knowledge to our town. And again, it also helps show the diversity of the the community here in Point Pleasant. So, uh, Giuseppe, thank you for uh, being here. 
those of you who are tuned in online, you can see the GG, the franchise guide.com. Um, make sure you go to his website, uh, do a slash PPP at the end of that. And, uh, you'll get a uh, copy of his free book. Um, you want to shout out your podcast as well? Yeah. So my, my podcast, it's the same web, uh, website forward slash pot. If you just type in the word podcast afterwards or go right to the site, you have my, uh, free book offer, my, um, my podcast with franchise freedom. We're looking for guests as well. Uh, we talk about everything hot topic. Maybe we talk about it on our show. Um, our, uh, you know, uh, Friday, I think we're doing it, uh, yep. whether we do go live or not, I'll, we'll figure out by tomorrow, but maybe we'll talk about the other PPP and that's the uh, loan that you should be getting, especially those restaurants, people in the food industry. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that I talk to that have no idea what PPP is. Um, aside from the podcast, it's a loan. You got to take advantage of this, especially food business. Yeah. You know, they're giving an incentive three and a half times. Uh, payroll versus the original two and a half times specifically for that industry. You can apply for your first and second on the same app. There's a ton of stuff that I just want to get out there. It's free, free money. Take advantage of it. Um, you know, if your business obviously was affected as you need to show proof, but um, you know, on this show that that's going to be a topic since I, I get a lot of questions and I like to cover those questions on the show. Um, so we'll talk about that and you know, anything else, any other comments we could bring them up on the show. It's uh it's all about answering questions and just getting the word out there. So, Awesome. Well, this is a fun podcast. Uh, again, sorry for some of the interruptions for those of you who tuned in. Uh, but uh, we'll be back next week. I think my recording is on Thursday for episode 12. This is episode 11. Uh, as always, thank you for tuning in. Point Pleasant community, you guys rock. Uh, leave some comments. Follow us. Uh, make sure you share this link and uh, help us out with our algorithm by uh, uh, you know following and sharing as well. Um, Giuseppe, hang here for a second and uh, I'm signing off. Sounds great. Thanks again, Mike.